Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And we are here with episode 12 this week. Back to the regular format. Back to... It's been three months. It's been... Since been doing this podcast. It's Yes, it has been three months. Wow, gosh. Feels like forever ago. Does it? It does. I think it feels like yesterday. It does really? That? Yeah. I feel like like no time has passed. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a long time actually because we started this back October October something. It was like October twenty fourth. I think was the first episode or it, something. It was a couple weeks after your birthday. Correct. Yeah. So like late October. Yeah, late October is when yeah. we started this podcast, and now it's February. It's almost my birthday. It's almost it's almost your birthday. Exactly. Yay. This is actually um, the last podcast recording until my birthday, I yes. believe. Yes. Yes. I don't think we're gonna have time to record this week. Yeah, and we're we're recording the day at, we're recording the day before the Super Bowl, so. Yeah, and we have places to be in like an hour. We do. We do. <laughs> so we but uh, but we still want to get a, a episode together for you guys. Get that out and. Uh, and get us get us ready to uh, get you ready to start the work week off right with a brand new episode to read between. Because we're good old podcasters. Because we're good old podcasters. And as all good podcasters do, we like to we wanted we wanted to try something different last week, which we hope you all enjoyed. We yeah, uh, the new it was fun to record. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. The we were, we were aptly calling it the read between format, which makes a lot of sense considering our name. Mm. Question. Yeah, what's up? When was that decided? Just uh, now? Just uh, shortly after the episode was done. Really? I kind of I kind of decided that. I mean, I'm cool with it. It's not like I'm I'm questioning <laughs> I, it because I hate it. I, I thought you were I thought you were going to say that you absolutely hate it, which No, no, no. That would disappoint me I greatly. Just, I was not informed as the other half of this That happens a lot though. Yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, so and so followed me followed me on Twitter and our podcast Twitter." I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm I'm left out. It's fine. <laughs> I'm the more active one. It's fine." It happens. Wow, okay. It happens a lot, though, where it's like he decides something, and then I'm like, "I didn't know that was a thing." You won't. You won't realize it until you actually see something. It's like, oh, or until you say it, and we're recording. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Bad communication. Yeah. Bad. Bad communication is the name of the game here at Read Between. <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode's all about bad communication. Today's episode is all about uh, not being able to communicate with your partner efficiently, and uh, the consequences of that. But also, we want to tell some improvised stories. So, so uh, for those who may be new here or haven't listened in a while, uh, what we like to do in the first half of the episode here is Lynn will uh, will peruse the subreddit on Reddit called Not the Onion, which has ridiculously crazy headlines to actually true stories. It's literally not the onion in that sense, where these story these stories are actually true. Um, so Lynn's going to go ahead and peruse the uh, peruse the subreddit, pick a couple headlines, and then we will tell the story behind it. So, uh, Lynn, what do you got for us today? Wait. Missing woman found on latest season of The Bachelor. Ooh. You didn't hear about this? No, I didn't. She was... She, what? You don't want to tell the whole story, but like... No, I'll just give you like a tiny synopsis. Okay. Basically, she was um, filed as a missing person. Like, her family and friends didn't know where she was. Okay. She just got on The Bachelor and oh. fucked off. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's that's weird. Why would you? Okay. That's that. Yeah. That confuses me. I just don't think she's bright. Yeah. Not many of the women that go on there are bright. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say that. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry, women. Yeah. Apologize to the women. I apologize, women of the Bachelor. Wow. A lot of these are. A lot of these this week are about that missing. Woman. Really. Yeah. Wow. No originality. Uh, top secret Australian government files found in secondhand shop. Wow. Okay. How does that happen? Somebody was somebody was desperate for money and needed to sell government secrets to get it. Um, but you sell it at a pawn shop? No, a secondhand shop. Which is basically a pawn shop. Depending. Similar. So some secondhand shops take donations. Oh, so are we talking more like a Salvation Army store it, it as opposed to... It just says secondhand shop. Okay, so we don't know what... Pawn kind. shops, you get money back, but secondhand oh. shops, normally it is assumed that you gave your stuff away for free. Gotcha. Misunderstood. Yes. Misunderstood that. Yes. 
Amazon pulls hair dryer after woman dis- discovers it shoots fire. Ah, I saw that. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that you clicked on the link, you, <laughs> you bastard. I just saw the picture and I was like, I wanted to see what the heck that was. I didn't read the article, but I can give one more if you want. Sure, let's do let's do one more. Did you hear about the woman that was denied her emotional support peacock? On I heard yes, I heard about that. Fuck. Sorry, I watched Jesus and Marrow on Viceland, and they uh, they ripped that thing to shreds, which was hilarious. I think we have three. I think we have three decent ones though. So we have, so we have the the government secrets sold to a second or given to a second hand shop. Mm-hmm. We have the hair dryer that was sent back to Amazon because it shot fire. Amazon pulled it off. Amazon the market. pulled it off the market because yeah. it shot fire. And the da, 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 what was the first one? The um, woman who was reported missing, but was, oh, actually, was, on, on the was actually on the Bachelor. Actually on the Bachelor. What do you like out of those three? I either like the hair dryer or the top secret files. I like the top secret files. I think that's that's an interesting story. I'd like to know. I'd like to find out a little bit more about that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna tell the story. Of how these super top secret files from the Australian government got in the hands of a secondhand shop. So the year is 1983. Mm-hmm. It's the summertime in Australia, and uh, not much is going on. You know, it's it's a pretty quiet time in Australia. No real tensions. Nothing. Nothing really. Nothing really of note going on. It's a pretty quiet summer in Australia. Mm. You know, the country seems to be doing well. People are happy. Mm. Nothing, nothing seems to be strange about any anything. No. Um, but deep, deep within the deep within Australia, the government was doing uh, a lot of weird things. Government was involved in a lot of weird stuff. It made work pile up very easily. Mm-hmm. So the head of government. Um, <laughs> what's the What's the name of the head of government in Australia? Dean Howja. So is Dean Howja a title? No, like, that's his name. That's his name. Dean oh. Howja, like how'd okay. you do? Um, <laughs> okay, that um, works. He he's the head of everyone. Okay, and um, and he 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 just got in the habit of bringing his work home. Mm-hmm. It, like, and it's not like he could prevent it. It was just because the government was just involved in so many weird things that. Mm-hmm. He had to bring it home to do paperwork, file reports, yeah. you know, get a game plan moving on it. Yeah. And I, I think I think before we go any further, I think we should we should clarify on what exactly this weird stuff is. Mm. And I mean now now, spoiler alert is that as you know, things have happened, um, we now know that all of all of what has been going on during this time is aliens. Aliens. Of course. Australia heard about Area 51 and all that was going on in America. And they wanted to make Area 52. They they wanted to make Area 52, 53, 54. But they started out with 52. Mm. And Area 52, boy, that was, that was something. That was a thing. Yeah. They had, you know, they weren't just, they weren't just experimenting on, you know, one or two aliens. We're talking thousands thousands of aliens how they got so many is actually a little disturbing Mm -hmm. like think of like driving in a a barren part of australia Mm -hmm. and and just coming coming upon a town of just aliens aliens yeah it's the you know as we've as we've talked before on this show about aliens your typical definition of an alien is a tall lanky gray person with an elongated face and a huge eyes. huge eyes, pointy head. No nose. No nose. Nothing. Mm. But literally, uh, back in the 80s, Australia was full of them. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know it. Nope. Had no idea. No idea. I mean, it's the other side of the world. I mean, how are we supposed to know? It's true, but also it was Area 52. It was. Nobody knew what was going on in Area 52. Right, exactly. So, um, Dean Howja. Dean Howja, yes. He just got used to bringing home his work. Um, his reports on the aliens, what they've learned about the aliens. He, he also was in charge of, like, properly taking care of the aliens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, since it was the other side of the world, um, 
the people of the government of Australia didn't want to like fucking ruin these aliens, so they mm-hmm. took decent care of them. Yeah. He was in charge of like making sure they had alien food mm-hmm. and alien water and alien oxygen and all of that. What what what's the what's the definition of alien food and alien water? What how is it different from human food and human water? You know, I, I couldn't really tell you. Okay. I was never given the specifics. Okay. But uh But if you'd have to assume, what would you think? Alien food. I would assume that they're like super health freaks. Because have you ever seen an alien? They have yeah. Big old heads yep. and tiny, tiny bodies. Yeah. So, like, they must eat kale salads year-round. Oh, gosh. And, like, I assume alien water is some sort of, like, detox drink. So, it's probably like a it's probably like a vitamin water, maybe? N- more like a detox drink. So, like, okay. you know, infused with vegetables and stuff. Oh, so they basically drink V8. Mm, more like, more like, you know how, you know how some salons seem fancy they oh, like cucumbers cucumber water. in water like yeah. so more like cucumber water gotcha okay yeah, yeah. okay but there's probably some strange vegetable from their home planet that they the use glip glorp yeah the glip glip glorper yeah the glip glorp water yeah glip glorp water yeah <laughs> some somehow the australian government got glip glorp down into down onto earth from whatever home planet um uh, the aliens showed them how to grow it they were like oh, Yo, if okay. you want to take good care of us which you should if you want answers yeah we're gonna show you how to grow glip glort. And it's and it was basically you you cut the seed of a cucumber in half and then shove it inside a tomato, which you then wrap in a potato skin and drop in the ground. No, first you have to put it in a watermelon and then you drop it. Oh, in the okay, gotcha. That's glip glop. That's fucking oh, poison, man. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. See, my my alien uh my alien uh, organic. Yeah, you wouldn't be a good alien botanist. I would not. No, I would not be a good alien botanist. But um, but I think I think we're getting past uh, what Dean Howja had to do at home. But yeah, so, so Dean and his wife uh, Mary. So Mary Howja. Mary Howja. And uh, and their child, uh, their child Stephen. Stephen Howja. They they all lived, you know, in a very nice, quiet neighborhood. Hmm. Nothing really weird happened in that neighborhood. And Mary and Stephen. You know, they knew a little bit about, you know, what uh, what Dean did for work. They knew he worked with the government, but they didn't know everything that was going on. Yeah, and Dean Dean tried to keep him out of it. They didn't want to, you know, risk them to what he was involved with. Yeah, Dean was the kind of guy that likes to, that liked to keep work at work and home at home. Even though he was bringing home. Even work. though he was bringing home his work every night. Yeah, <laughs> and and locking himself in his in his study. Yes. So yeah, he was bringing home work, and, and Mary is a sweet woman, you know, because they are a family, and, and you know, they only have so much space in their home, mm-hmm. they ha- they she, she cleans a fucking lot, you yeah. know, like, Dean's got a pretty nice job, and, and he basically was like, hey, baby, you don't gotta work if you don't want to, and she mm-hmm. was like, okay, cool, I'll just, like, stay home and take care of the kid, and so she cleaned a lot. Mm-hmm. And one day she decided, you know what? We got to declutter our garage. We got to declutter that study. We got to mm-hmm. declutter the kids' room. I'm just going to put a whole bunch of stuff in a box and bring it over to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. So she found a box in the study. Mm-hmm. But she didn't realize that at the bottom mm-hmm. of the box was a manifest of the purchases made Ooh. for all of the aliens, Ooh. along with specific aliens' names. So some of them maybe have had health problems or mm-hmm. maybe they had like a high upstanding with the group of aliens that they were with. So they were some files uh-huh. and, and she didn't really see it when she picked up the box. Mm-hmm. So she collects a couple of things, old trophies, some old clothing, toys that are, you know, too young for Steven. Mm-hmm. And she brings it over to the secondhand shop. I like how trophies go to the secondhand shop. That's that's interesting. Well, I mean, have you have you ever thought of that? Like when you were watching like cartoons and stuff is like when they when they clean up stuff the first thing they grab is trophies that's true that is weird why would you why would you take a trophy of yours with your name with on, your name, name on, on it, it to a secondhand shop unless good it's job, just steven you're good at math <laughs> <laughs> unless it's just one of those generic like honorable mention trophies or you participated trophies. and like you can like unscrew the plaque yeah, but you have you eat- ever gone to a secondhand shop and seen a trophy um, maybe? No. Oh. I've been to many. Okay. Never seen a trophy. So I wonder what, maybe they just throw them out? Maybe. Maybe they do. Poor trophies. Maybe stuff that's like personalized they don't like to keep. Maybe they fucking sell that shit. Or they have just like a section in the back. Like it's like, yo, you got that shit with my name on it? 
Maybe. Sure. You want five dollars? It's like the adult video section in a like forty eight hour video or something like that, where there's like a curtain. You can obviously see there's something back there, but But you have to be eighteen year old. You have to be eighteen. <laughs> so like you as a child, you lose your trophy. And you're like, Mom, where'd you put it? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then you go to, then you go to the local video store and you see you see in the back next to the porn and it's videos. It's been fucking ten years and you're like, Oh my god, my baseball trophy. <laughs> <laughs> it's and then the guy behind the counter is like, Yeah, five dollars for two days. Two days? It's my fucking it's a trophy. Two day rental. It's a two day rental. Oh my god. So like you could potentially be a person who has done nothing in your life, but you just make yourself feel better yeah. by renting out trophies well, yeah. and adorning well, your home. Well yeah, it's like one of it's one of those things. Like if a guy if a guy goes out on a date and brings a girl home, he wants to <laughs> she wants to come back to a room with a dude that's got a lot of accomplishments. Yeah, I was in the Olympics. <laughs> Yeah, I was in the Olympics. I was a spelling bee champion. I won an Oscar. <laughs> I I was a mathlete in fifth grade. In the third grade, I was football MVP for little league. Like, like a guy, like girls like guys with lots of trophies. As you see, my attendance is off the record. <laughs> off the record. It's just like, it's just like twelve attendance. Trophies. Yeah. I forget what they were called in school, but yeah. like I don't know if you like in all throughout school up till high school. Uh-huh. My school district would give us perfect attendance. Perfect award. attendance awards. Yeah, mine did too. I never won one. I, oh God, no. <laughs> I I like I was that kid that would go to the nurse and be like, I'm not feeling well, and then she would be like, Fuck off! You said that three days ago. I was a kid that went to the nurse because I was scared of thunderstorms, but that's a different story for a different day. Yeah, Evan had a bit of a thunderstorm. So we're losing phobia. track of the story here. So. So, Mary, how'd you? It's okay. I had a person phobia. So. <laughs> oh, you did? I hated people, and I went to a school with, like, 4,000 people in Ooh, it. Oh, <laughs> jeez. That sucks for you. <laughs> I hated people. Anyway, oh. uh, I lost track. Where so did we Mary, end up? So, Mary, how'd you gathered the box that had all the, that had the manifest right, of the right. purchases and all and information on some of the aliens and uh, took it to the secondhand shop. Mm. And she took some other stuff as well, like trophies and things like that. Yeah. So, the papers weren't visible at first. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, um... Secondhand shop, you know, they just looked at the box, looked it over. They're like, yeah, that's fine. Take it off our hands. Mm-hmm. Went on our way. And um, good old Jimbo at the secondhand shop, he was in charge of analyzing what they have been given and mm-hmm. putting it in the right department. Mm-hmm. So he goes, he starts going through. He grabs the trophy. Okay, that's going in the back with the porn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like how we've now put put trophies in the same category as porn. That's that's great. He's gonna go in the beaded curtain section. Um, <laughs> um, okay, clothing. We'll put that with the children. Uh-huh. Um, you know the uh, the the department of children where there's just, <laughs> where there's just children, children that you can buy. Oh no. Um. <laughs> Now, now we're hitting like uncharted like territory, black market, black market territory. Yeah, this is like deep. This is like dark web shit. Where like you put your kid up on the dark web for oh some God. reason. No, <laughs> you want this child? You can rent it out for ten dollars a day. Wow, that's cheap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, if you want, if you want to feel like you have a stat, you want to have status in the world. <laughs> this is my kid, Jerry. <laughs> this is Mary. Oh, this is Barry. Oh my God! We're not as children. We're rentals. Shut up, Barry! <laughs> oh God! Um, People are gonna hate us for this episode. Are you sure? Uh, maybe. I was. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> so Jimbo, yep. uh, he did his job very well and sorted everything out, and then mm-hmm. he sees the papers at the bottom, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, we don't take, we don't, we don't have a department for files yet. I know we have a department." For, for the X Files, and they, ha- they have a department for the X Files where people just bring in all their secondhand. Oh, uh, oh, god, yeah. Wait, no, this is the eighties. The X Files wasn't invented yet. Shit, damn it. We're nineties babies. Damn it. Can tell. Damn it. <laughs> Was forensic files on in the eighties? I don't know. Shit. I'm a nineties kid. I don't fucking know. So I don't know. <laughs> murder she wrote. It goes back in the murder she wrote aisle. <laughs> That's where the files go. So yeah, he goes, yeah, well, we have, you know, a department for porn and trophies and a department for children, but we don't have a department for files. Like, we're not that advanced yet. Yeah. And so he just is like, all right, well, I'll look it over. Maybe it's like, you know, letters that they forgot to send or mm-hmm. something. And he sits down at his 
at his desk. That is like a children's like school desk. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't get actual desks in this yeah. secondhand shop. He sits down, he starts reading it, and he realizes, holy shit, this is top secret. Yeah. I mean, the way he knows that at the top is top secret. Don't fucking show this to anyone. <laughs> like, that's the stamp that's, that's on stamp. there. He realizes that he is sitting on potential blackmail gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and can blackmail the government. The government. Yeah. And he knows who to blackmail because he, the guy's wife just came in. Yeah. And Dean's name is plastered all over this stuff because yeah. he signed off on all, yeah. the, on all the manifests. Love Dean Howja <laughs> on all of them. So Jimbo realizes this. But then on the other side of town... Dean goes to he comes home from work one day mm-hmm. and he goes to you know find his box of things that has you know box of papers box of papers that has special documents from government in it mm-hmm. but he realizes that box is gone and Dean starts freaking out he's what what the fuck happened I'm not bothering to do an Australian accent because you make fun of my accents all the time because you're bad at them shut up uh, <laughs> so then Dean runs downstairs to Mary and says Mary what what did you do with this box where did it go? She's like, oh, I took it to the secondhand shop where it should, but be- where it belonged. And then it was really dramatic. He got on his knees, arms outstretched, and just went, why? <laughs> and uh, she didn't get it. She was like, no. Dean, dinner's ready. And he was like, <laughs> fine, whatever. So so the next day, uh, Dean goes into work, uh, and his, his alien buddies, Marcus and uh, Frederick, he talks to them every day. Yeah, the but alien buddies. The alien buddies. They're, but they were two of the people that were actually named in the files because they were two very high-ranking alien society members. Uh, what, are, what were their ranks, Evan? Uh, Marcus was uh, General Glip and Frederick was General Glorp. They're, like after the famous vegetable well, fruit? Well, the famous vegetable fruit was named after these government positions. These these positions within alien government. That's how important that vegetable. Yeah, that's is? how important the vegetable was named after the government. I I, I aliens do things very word. differently. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, aliens do things very differently. It's okay though. I yeah. mean, like they're still more advanced than us. They are. They are. So yeah, maybe it's from all the whip corp they eat. Yeah. So so Dean had to go had to go and tell them that their information had been compromised. Um, what were their names? Mark. And... Marcus and Frederick. Marcus and Frederick were upset but they weren't so upset that they were gonna like murder mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they were like fuck dean like that shit's important don't you want to keep us under wraps dean yeah. and he was like yeah man i do but like i fucked up i fucked up mm-hmm. and i apologize yeah and they were like we don't know what that fucking means we're aliens we don't understand your language what is an apology so they, um... What is a second-hand shop? We don't have those. What is a second-hand... What do you mean they keep trophies with porn? <laughs> what do you mean there's a whole aisle just for X-Files? What is an X-File? That's not even a thing yet, Dean! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they were cool with, like, the, the Department of Children, though. They were like, yeah, we have that. We have that, we have that. We, Yeah, we, start, we started that. That was we our start, thing. Yeah, that was our thing. You guys kind of copied us on that one, so... So, Dean decides that to just make everything right to in order to keep this scandal from getting out, mm-hmm. he needs to go to that secondhand shop undercover mm-hmm. and try and get it back. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jimbo, it's been like a little over 24 hours now, mm-hmm. and Jimbo has started writing his ransom note. And he did it like old-fashioned way. Cutting out, cutting cutting out, out letters like, for magazines. magazines. Yeah, and pasting it together. So he was like he had, a third of the way yeah, through. He destroyed the magazine section in the process because yeah, the secondhand shop had a section for magazines. For used magazines. Used magazines, yeah. Yeah, you know. Sec- it was right outside the beaded curtain. Secondhand <laughs> shops in Australia had a lot of weird Just shit. Just a lot of weird. They had livestock sections too in secondhand shops. <laughs> With the children? But, uh, it was like a petting zoo. It, yeah, they were in the same pens. Oh my god! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They had Fuck. their own. The children had their own pens. We're going to hell. We're just gonna. We're horrible people. <laughs> it's it's sat. No, it's not satire. <laughs> it's jokes. Yeah, there's no satire. There's no satire, folks. It's just jokes. <laughs> just jokes. Hashtag just we, jokes. We we put we put a not safe for work tag on all these episodes it's meant to be explicit we do yes we do i don't even know yeah we're we're sorry folks it's not anyway jimbo anyway jimbo he's like a third of the way through this letter Mm -hmm. and he thinks it sounds pretty good Mm -hmm. 
says, Dean, I have your files. You want them back? Two million dollars and a handshake from an alien. Love, guy who has your files. They everything, by the way, ends in love. Okay. Like in the way of like letters. Huh. Like that's how how you sign off in okay. Australia. You just gotcha. love. Um, Even when you get fired from a job, it's yeah. like you have been fired for uh, stealing paper for clips. stealing paper clips. Please clear your desk out immediately. Love the boss. <laughs> and like, of course, there's always like a little heart next to the love. Yeah. And he he thinks it sounds pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's folding it up and he's putting it in an envelope when uh, Jimbo's boss comes up and says, "Hey, we got we got some fresh meat here to help you out. You want to like make him do things, mm-hmm. Jimbo?" No, Jimbo doesn't know this. But it's actually Dean in disguise. See, that's the nice part about working for the government. You get access to a lot of disguises. And they're like, good ones? Yeah. Because you're the government? Yeah, exactly. So Dean looks like a man uh-huh. who is in his mid-40s, meant to work. In a secondhand shop. At a secondhand shop. Uh-huh. Much like Jimbo. Right. Audience, I'm going to let you decide what that person would look like. Yes. I'm not going send, to make any assumptions. Send us an email. Read between at gmail.com. Let us know what you think he looks like. Send us fan mail. <laughs> Send us fan art. I want to see fan art. I want to see fan art. I want to see fan art of Dean and Jimbo. Yes. Um, Also, we still want to see fan art of John Carpenter Sonic at some point from episode three. Yeah, (laughs) please. That's a great episode. Yes. So, Dean gets to know Jimbo. Hey, Jimbo, how you doing? How's how's life? Mm -hmm. And Jimbo, oh, you know, it's it's good. It's good. It's about to get better. Jimbo, Jimbo, what was that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it sounds really important. It is, but I want you to know. I don't know who you are. And he goes, well, I'm Jonbo. <laughs> Jonbo? <laughs> and Jimbo looks at him and goes, what? My name's Jonbo. Was that the name that your mom gave you? Yeah, yeah. My name's Jonbo. Oh, really? Everyone thinks Jimbo's a nickname, but it's actually, it's my name. That's so, what my mom named me. Yeah, John Jonbo was... Uh... This is before Rambo came out too, so yeah. John, they were originally going to call the movie Jumbo because they because the producers of the movie had heard this name and was like, "Holy shit, that's a badass that's name!" That's a badass name. But then, but then they thought of Rambo because a ram is a very powerful animal, and they're like, "No, that sounds even more badass." Yeah, yeah. So it was close. It's close, but not. But they didn't name. Yeah. They didn't name Rambo Dean Howdya, who was they, the real star. Of this, right. Exactly. The story. So so yeah, Jimbo and Jumbo, you know, work together for you know weeks at it they they're were, bonding they're bonding you know people, they, uh, people didn't know where dean went at work they were mm-hmm. like where the fuck did he go yeah he didn't because he only told the aliens and the aliens were like we'll keep it secret yeah and marcus and friends. marcus and frederick were really trying hard to you know just keep a keep a low profile profile about it and they're just like yeah you know he's he took sick leave i don't know that's all we know we don't even know what sick leave is we yeah. don't know what that means we don't know what it means but um but eventually uh jambo also known as dean uh one day during their lunch break jimbo was taking a nap in his little desk and Jimbo had found the ransom note. Jumbo had seen Dean had found the ransom note that Jimbo was working on. God, these names are confusing. And I'm fine with it. You're fine with it. Um, so Dean found the ransom note, and he was super confused. He was like, "How the this guy's trying to extort me for two million dollars? That son of a bitch!" And a handshake with and Marcus. A, and a handshake with Marcus. Marcus doesn't do handshakes. He doesn't know what they are. Marcus is a hugger. All the aliens are huggers. He doesn't even he didn't even read the files. No. So so so, so Dean took it upon himself to uh, to make sure that this ransom note never saw the light of day. So during his lunch break, he went to the back. He went to the he went to the section with the trophies. Mm-hmm. He grabbed he grabbed a bowling ball trophy. Yeah. Came back. And he smashed it over Jimbo's head. Jesus. I mean, it didn't kill him, but it, it knocked, just knocked him, him out. Knocked him out. Okay. So, he then rummaged through the file section, mm. which was right next to the beaded curtain, and Jimbo got a little, or um, Dean got a little distracted, uh, looking at all the trophies and porn, um, while he was trying to find the files. He's a porn guy. He's a porn guy. <laughs> Dean is a porn guy. <laughs> so he got he found he finally found the files. Mm-hmm. He walked out, never to be seen again. And shortly after, Area Fifty Two was shuttered, but to this day. We don't know if it still exists. It may. It may not, but... There might have been aliens there. There might have been. Those aliens might have been huggers. But we'll never know. Because they'll never tell. Unless if those files get back into a second-hand shop. Unless if they do. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see. 
The end. The end. Wow, that was a long story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it was so long. I think we just got off on the tangents of like the trophies and porn and mm. We like talking about porn. We, we haven't talked about it much on this show. We like talking about. <laughs> Stay tuned to this oh, summer for our porn podcast. <laughs> what, what, we review pornography? I don't want to. I don't I either. Don't wanna. I don't know why we got off on this tangent. Actually, speaking of porn, one of the articles in there was about Rugrats porn. Oh God! I don't know. No. Like, oh, okay. My mind needs to take. My mind needs to take a break. That, that sounds illegal to me. Yeah, my mind needs to take a break now. I need some. I need some eye and brain bleach. All right. So you didn't see the picture. I'm glad I didn't. So it's just adults dressed like no, babies. No, no, no porn stuff went on yet. So, so we're gonna take a break, uh, <laughs> and we'll be right back with another story uh, that's hopefully a lot less disturbing than what Lynn just talked about. So we'll be back momentarily. Look, people are into weird shit. Hey guys, Evan here. Just wanted to check in here during the break and uh, give a little update on things going on here at Read Between HQ. Not a whole lot going on at this point. Um, we just wanted to say thank you for uh, for the amazing response we had to our first episode with our guest storyteller, Justin Passino. That was so much fun to record. We had such a great time with Justin uh, recording that episode. And we look forward to having a lot more guests in the future come in and tell some uh, ridiculous stories with us. And actually, I can give you an update on the next guest storyteller episode that's on the, uh, on the agenda, which looks to be releasing on Monday, February 26th. And that'll be with, uh, with Lehigh Valley stand-up comedian, host of Bethlehem PA's Nerd Night at Steel Stacks. Uh, so much other stuff that this guy does. Uh, his name's Glenn Tickle. Glenn Tickle, amazing stand-up comedian. He's been featured at the Scranton Fringe Festival uh, with his show Good Grief. Uh, his latest album uh, reached the Billboard charts for comedy. And he does a monthly show at Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, PA called Nerd Night, which is a which is a show all about nerd culture and has all sorts of speakers and everything like that come and talk about different topics. So Glenn's really involved in the stand-up community here. He's a great friend of the improv community here, and we're very excited to have him on the show. So uh, uh, get excited for that episode that's coming on Monday, February 26th. So uh, we'll be sure to have more information about that before that comes out. Uh, in the meantime, though, if you want to keep track of what we got going on here and want to see uh, any new updates we got going on, make sure to follow us on Twitter at ReadBetweenCast. You can check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash readbetweencast. Uh, you can also find us on, uh, you can find the show on YouTube, Pinecast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Just search Read Between Podcast. You'll find us there. You're bound to find us anywhere if you just search Read Between Podcast. Uh, and also, if you have any suggestions for stories or any suggestions or any comments, feedback, anything like that, be sure to send it to our Gmail address, which is readbetweencast at gmail.com. Now, uh, without further ado, let's get back, tell another story, and uh, hopefully rid ourselves of whatever the hell we talked about at the end before, uh, before this break. So, uh, see you soon. All right, and we are back. We are back. Have you, have you cleared your mind out of the gutter? It's always in the gutter. Uh, I'm a trash person. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're just going to have to live with that then. So. Yeah, you should. Dude, you should know this. It's yeah. been like three and a half years. It's been years. three and a half years. I should know this by now. So, okay. So, for those of you who haven't listened to a second half of our episode before, which if you haven't, what the hell are you doing? Listen to a whole episode, you weirdo. Yeah, you jerk. <laughs> no, I'm not calling you a jerk. I'll I'm just... calling you a jerk. Okay. But if you haven't listened to our show before, or if you haven't listened to a second half of the episode in a while, uh, what we like to do here is I use a website called FantasyNameGenerators.com, which has a book title generator that will randomly generate some book titles for us, uh, and we'll spin the wheel a couple times, see what it comes up with, and we'll choose one to tell a story about. So, uh, Lynn, can you give me a genre that you'd like me to uh, randomly generate a story from? Horror. Horror. All right. One, two, three. Okay. Strangers who stare. <laughs> That's me in public. I stare at everybody. <laughs> that is you. That is you. Also, there was one called Student with Black Hair. I saw that. I looked over your shoulder. <laughs> okay, so we'll go with Strangers Who Stare. Okay. Uh, next genre. Um, romance. Romance. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, wife with funny socks. Mm. There was also just one called Learning from the. 
<laughs> just learning from the learning from the but wife with funny socks wife with funny socks sounds sounds good all right and the final genre non-fiction non-fiction all right one two three. Oh gosh crafting without restrictions no jesus christ <laughs> what does that mean i don't know i don't know some of these titles make no fucking sense whatsoever i like that one though you like crafting without restrictions yeah all right so without further ado let us tell the story of crafting without restrictions bethany was a very talented artist from a very very young age yeah also we should mention bethany is uh, bethany vila bob vila from this old house that's his daughter you don't do you know who bob vila is no bob vila was a very famous television television repairman and contractor okay he had his own show on pbs called this old house he was also on home improvement a bunch bob vila look it up <laughs> I'm not. I'm, it's real. It's not a, so obscure. That's my references. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, Bethany uh, was a very talented yes. artist at a very very young age. Yes. By like age two, she was painting murals, just like in her free time, mm-hmm. in her free, in her baby free time, mm-hmm. and um, and in her baby free time. in her baby free time when she's not like drinking out of a when bottle she's not or being a, napping, a baby. Which- <laughs> so um so her parents decided all right this is too much talent for one person mm-hmm. we need to restrain her yeah we need when she um paints yeah we need to we need to make sure that she's not going off the rails with that yeah yeah so instead of like instead of oil-based paints watercolors all the way and those watercolors had you she wasn't given brushes she was given like sticks from trees yeah um, and those were her brushes. Yeah, her canvas was literally just blue construction paper. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even give her white construction paper, mm-hmm. which, like, especially if you're trying to trying to make something like really nice, you need a plain white background. Mm-hmm. A blue background does nothing for you, and construction paper is the worst thing to paint on. Mm-hmm. And even with these restraints, Bethany still made beautiful artwork. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't murals. Yeah. And they kept those restraints on Bethany until she was. You know, well, well, well into her thirties, <laughs> and uh, and sadly, eventually, her parents passed. Yeah, Bob Vila died. Bo- Bob Vila was no longer on Home Improvement. <laughs> he no longer had his own PBS show. Not around. Not around. What was Bob Vila's wife's name? I don't know. So Diana Vila. Yeah. <laughs> Diana Varen, I think was her name. But yeah, but she probably took Vila. on his last name. Yeah. Um, Diana Vila passed away. Um, and, and with that, that meant that there were no more restraints. No mm-hmm. one was keeping these restraints on Bethany. Yeah. However, Bethany didn't realize that there were other ways to paint. Yeah. Because she was she was restrained at such a, a young age. Uh-huh. That's just how she grew up. She yeah. didn't remember a time where she could just paint a fucking mural and, yeah. and all's well with the world. And, and, she, and she became a very talented artist because of her unorthodox methods mm-hmm. of painting and, you know, mm-hmm. creation. Because but, nobody else was doing this. Nobody else had thought, holy shit, we should really just, you know, make ourselves, you know, we should really hinder ourselves and make our art, you know, even more interesting. Yeah. So, we've, even with her success, she still felt as if she could learn more. Mm-hmm. So, she decided to enroll in art school. Yeah. And, and first day of school, she arrives with um, her blue construction paper, her gross-ass watercolors that um, her parents never really let her, like, take care of her, of her you know, tools. They were just mm-hmm. like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, we'll get you a new stick from the backyard. Yeah. And so she came with her sticks and her watercolors and her blue construction paper. And, and the teacher looked at, at her and went, you know, while, while I do, I'm a fan of your art, mm-hmm. Bethany Vila. This is not what you bring into my classroom. I need you to go out and spend, like, too much money on art stuff and come back. And she was like, this is art stuff. And they went, "Uh, no, it's not. And then she, like, you know, the the teacher was nice, gave her a list of things she had to buy. Yeah. And then she went to the local Blick art supply store and and stocked up on everything she needed. But she she still had to get things that, you know, she was – she was used to, so she got another brand new thing of watercolor paint. Mm-hmm. She got um, she got a bunch of blue construction paper, mm-hmm. but she couldn't get sticks there. So the closest thing she got, she went to the local AC Moore and got like fake tree branches mm. and just used those because mm-hmm. they were plastic and they probably would work better. And you could like shave the ends off to make them a little 
easier to work to with. To make them a weapon? To, not to make them a weapon. No. To just, like, file them down and make them, like, very okay. uh, flat-edged. Okay. So. I gotcha. Um, so, yeah, she comes in with her new set of proper paint tools and, like, an homage to her old style. Yes. And um, the teacher was fine with it. She was like, hey, as long as you have the materials, I need you to have for this class. I don't care. And Bethany started to learn. So at first, she was only still using her old materials. Mm-hmm. And and they found that it was really, really hard for her. It was a hard concept for her to understand that, no, that's your style. We need you to do a traditional style of paint and she mm-hmm. was like that's all i've been doing my entire life what the fuck are you guys talking about yeah and they were like bethany you're innovative you're great but no it's not and she was like my parents taught me how to art yeah and they were like no they did it wrong my dad was bob vila god damn it he made houses yeah and he also was quasi abusive to you and she was like he was the best father and she bob and- vila was a good father don't soil his name. He's not dead yet in real life. <laughs> he's not dead. No, he's not dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's just very old, probably. Sorry, Bob. Nothing against you. This is story, Bob, not real Bob. I wonder if he's on Twitter. <laughs> we should send him this episode. Um, we'll look. We'll look at it later. <laughs> and then, and then that's when the teacher sat down and explained, like, it's been known for quite some time that. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> She said it's been known for quite some time that your parents have restrained you artistically mm-hmm. to keep your true talent from coming out. Yeah. And she was like, what do you mean? And that's when her teacher just gave her paints and a blank wall and said, paint, my dear. So now you said you said blank wall. This is a mural art school, correct? Where it's basically all it's, they paint is murals. No, it's an art school. Oh, okay. But she just had a blank fucking wall in her oh, art okay. class. Gotcha. And even gotcha. though, like, it's owned by the college, she was like, they're not going to do anything if Bethany Vila paints. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's exactly what Bethany Vila did. She she made a beautiful mural. Mm-hmm. And she did, she, she did not leave... The classroom until that mural was done two weeks later. Yeah. She was in there day and night. Mm-hmm. All, all hours of the day. All hours of the night. Mm-hmm. She barely ate. They they brought her food. Yeah. But um, but she was so focused on her work that she would just... She didn't want to... Bob Vila does, in fact, have a Twitter. The yeah. official Twitter account of Bob Vila, America's Handyman, and the original Salt and Pepper Beard. The original Salt and Pepper Beard. Yeah. Told he you. has one million followers. Told you he's popular. I don't. I still. He does not look familiar on Home Improvement. Who did he play? He played himself. He was like. Okay. He was Tim the Toolman Taylor's arch nemesis. No, I don't. He was. I didn't. But I also didn't like Home Improvement. Okay. Wasn't my. Yeah, wasn't steez. your wasn't your jam. No. No. Where were we? Uh, she was. She was in the. Uh, she was painting that wall for two weeks straight. She was painting that wall for two weeks straight. Straight. They they gave her food along the way and mm-hmm. made sure that she was you know well hydrated. And, yeah. And when she was done, she took a step back and looked at her artwork and went, oh my God, I'm an artistic genius. Yeah. And she excelled at school. It took her like a year Mm -hmm. to graduate. To graduate from a four-year program. Yeah, from a four-year program. And with this unleashed potential, she just decided to paint the world. Yeah. Literally paint the world. She started um, in the middle of a street in her hometown and started painting... The pavement. Yeah. She started with the street. Then she moved on to um, the sidewalks. Then the grass. Then the people's homes and their cars. Yeah, and then the facades of the local businesses downtown. Mm-hmm. And then to the rooftops so that anybody that flew above could see all the beautiful artwork on top of the rooftops. Mm-hmm. And and then she moved on to the ocean. She painted the ocean with cruelty-free paint. Let's yeah. just like not kill the animals. She had, she had, she had commandeered planes to drop giant tanks of this, you know, cruelty-free paint that, you know, could drop in the ocean and dye it. Mm-hmm. Dye it, like, all these different colors. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen those vats of paint that, like, they do the weird, weird swirl patterns on, like, mm-hmm. guitars and stuff like that? That's what it looked like. Mm. That's what it looked like in the ocean. But- Cruelty free. But cruelty free. I don't want to kill animals. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and then she even moved on to like, you know, famous buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, she repainted the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. The Taj Mahal. Yeah. Um, you know, 
The Great Dome. Yeah. Um, just crazy things that like shouldn't be touched, and she, she was like, "I'm gonna do it." She painted the Great Pyramids of Giza, and she mm-hmm. repainted the Sphinx too. Mm-hmm. She repainted. She re- she gave the Sphinx a nose again. Yeah, she gave, and she made the Sphinx look absolutely like human. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, Sphinx is human. Sphinx. Is, well, yeah. Half human, half cat. I mean, she she gave it all. She gave it, you know, facial color and everything, and it's you know. And its body all, you know, the correct colors. She repainted and, it. Yeah. yeah, she completely repainted it. And um, and soon, sooner rather than later, the entire world was just her own orb of art mm-hmm. that could be seen from outer space. The, the space stations that orbited the world were like, what the fuck is going on? Because mm-hmm. they saw this all happen in real time. Yeah. So it was just like a very, very slow transformation. Mm-hmm. And they were like, holy shit, Earth became, like, hella cool. Mm-hmm. Um, through her art, um, peace was found. Yeah. There it, was no more hate. Yeah. I mean, all the, all of the, you know, North Korea and South Korea became one Korea again due to art. Yeah. Kim Jong-un was finally like, I'll go. Yeah. It's fine. I'll He's go. He's like, yeah, I, this, this art's cool. You know, yeah. You guys, you guys are fine. Peace. I'll leave you alone. Um. Yeah, what else? Um, Russia, you know, became, you know. It was no longer the red state. It was the blue the blue. Country. Yeah, it was the blue country. Yeah. The, the red country. Yeah. It... I said state, but I meant country. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were the blue country now? Yep. Um, what else? Gosh. I'm trying to think. Um, America wasn't such a shit place. Yeah. No, you're right. It was, wasn't shitty. <laughs> wasn't shitty um you know and and many many more mm-hmm. aspects i don't want to get too political yeah. on it um but but world peace was found through for, through this art people learn to love each other and and you know compromise and all of that mm-hmm. and they they wanted to thank the person who did this mm-hmm. they wanted to thank the person who who gave them this special uh gift of of love and acceptance but mm-hmm. They couldn't find where she went. Yeah. Bethany found her own little hole in the Amazon. Yeah. And lived her life out in a beautiful painted treehouse that went very well with the canvas she created. And and you know, one day she was she was in her in her place in the Amazon and she's just looking up, she's trying to find inspiration for mm-hmm. her for her next big project. And she looks up and and through the trees in the sun, she sees a visage of her father, Bob Vila. And he's just waving. He's just waving. And going, you did great. I love you. And she was like, you did kind of a bad thing, but I love you too, man. And then, and then he's, and then of course, before before he, his visage goes away, he says, don't forget to tell people about my show. It's still in syndication. Did you know I was the original salt and pepper beard? Remind make, them. Make sure they know. I have a million followers on Twitter. Okay, bye. <laughs> million followers in the afterlife. <laughs> and and Bethany solemnly waved back to her father as his visage disappeared. And so she decided to repaint the Amazon. And it was just a giant picture of Bob Vila's head. Yeah. She lived inside her father's head until she died peacefully at the age of 80. The end. The end. <laughs> well, that was a short and weird one. It was really short. That was really short, really weird. Oh man, <laughs> that's what you get sometimes. Hey, you guys got had a really long one and a really short. You one. had a really long one, really short one. Both of them pretty weird, and one including Bob Vila, who I never thought we'd talk about on this show. I I had no idea who that man was. You go watch them. This old house. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch them this old house, and then you'll know. Um, so. Okay, so... Lynn, do you want to... We have to shamelessly plug shamelessly ourselves. Plug. Why don't you start with your plugs? How am I starting? Yes, you start with your plug. I, I don't have much. Um, I, I'm on Twitter, man, and whenever I do anything on the internet, I post it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me at Ann Lynn, uh, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Um, and yeah, when I do shit, it's, it, it's posted there first, and yeah. I post links. Um, yeah, that's really... That's it. That's it. Cool. That's it. Cool. Uh, so for me, you can find me on Twitter at e underscore Williamson ninety three. Uh, I'm usually posting about the show or posting about comedy or posting about stuff. 
or posting about all sorts of things. I'm posting more, which is good, though. He's been a good Twitter boy. I've been a good Twitter boy, so I'm doing good with that. Um, if you're in the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area and you want to see some cool improv comedy, you can find me with the Improv Comedy Power Hour every second and fourth Saturday at Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where I perform with the team Family Laundry. Uh, our next show is actually next Saturday, February 10th at 10.30 p.m., and if you're in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area and want to see some improv comedy, uh, you can come to the Improv Comedy Bar Brawl. This time it's the Mardi Gras edition on uh, Tuesday, February 13th, where I will be hosting the show. I'll be hosting the show and also performing with a new team called After the Credits. Uh, you can find out more information on comedy at Steel Stacks by visiting www.steelstacks.org comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as for this podcast, yes, we're everywhere. We're on YouTube. We're on podcast. We're on Apple Pop. We're Apple on- Popcasts. A- A- Apple Popcast, where you get popcorn and podcasts. <laughs> um, Apple Podcasts. We're on um, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher. We're on Pinecast. Yes. We're on Google Play. Yes. Um, we're trying to do Spotify, but I hear it's tricky. Yeah, it's kind of tricky. So we're working through that. We'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. Uh, you can follow our Twitter page, which is Read Between Cast, or our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash readbetweencast. We're usually posting updates on there on all sorts of goings on within the show and mm-hmm. things like that. So if you have any um, feedback you want to give us, or if you want to give us ideas for stories, um, ideas for characters, you guys are more than welcome to give us ideas for characters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any fan art you want to send us, yeah, please, please send us some lovely um, Sonic fan art yes. and Jimbo and Donbo fan art. Um, you can send that to readbetweencast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, we we try and frequent that. We have some emails, um, you know, business and I think listener related that we have to attend to. Yes. We've, we've been a little lax on that. But, yeah. But we're, we we look at it like yeah. it's on our phones. Yeah. We get notifications and stuff. It's it's been so. it's been the NFL playoffs for me. So. Yeah. Well. My Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl, so I. You're the your Eagles. I own the you, Eagles. You own them. I own the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> but yeah, we do look at it. We yeah. do get notifications on our phones. Yep. So please feel free to you know like be like hey this is great or hey this is shit. Yeah. Um, our DMs are open on Twitter. Yeah, you can rate us on. Pretty much any of those podcast, uh, podcast services. Yeah, yeah, services that we listed. Or yeah, make anything. sure make sure you subscribe. Leave a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Make yeah. sure you subscribe to make so that you're notified when the next episode goes up. Heck yeah! Which is usually every Monday at nine a.m. Yep. Nine a.m. Eastern, not nine a.m. Pacific. No, we're on the East Coast. Pacific, it would just be six a.m. So yeah. you can listen to it on your way to work. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, anyway, we're going to leave you guys alone, and yeah. we're going to, um, we have, I have exactly 45 minutes to get ready and leave, so uh, we will talk to you guys later. All right, see you guys. Enjoy the shit. Enjoy, enjoy the, the shit. shit. Enjoy, enjoy the shit. Enjoy the shit. Not what I meant to say. Have a great week. We love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.